to the Friday edition of the Bill Michael Show, and we are glad everybody now on the network is on board. Our friends in Madison, Lacrosse, friends in Marshfield and uh, Rice Lake, all the way uh, up to Menominee, Marinette, uh, down in Platteville. Love to have them on board as well. Our friends in Milwaukee watching the snow globe effect go on right now. Everybody, uh, thanks for uh, taking a listen to us. We certainly appreciate it. Um, big night last night, 49ers. They uh, beat the snot out of the the uh, Seattle Seahawks. Packers now up their chances, 13.2% as the percentage continues to rise, where the belief comes in for the Packers to make the postseason is that the Packers cannot win out. Cannot win out. Everything else could fall into place for the Green Bay Packers. It's kind of like, uh, you know, the old coach speak, it's there for the taking. You know, Tim says 13.2% chance that they make the playoffs. Sweet. 86.8% chance that we finally get to see Jordan Love. Um, yeah, well, you know, I guess. I I mean, I know, like, Ben, you're excited if, to, to eventually see Jordan Love, right? When it you happens, want to have yeah. Him. But I, when I, it happens, exactly. I mean, that'll mean they lose, which I don't want. But there is a little bright side to that happening in my brain. There, it, it to me, a push towards the postseason is, you know, is obviously a really good thing. It's a good thing for a lot of reasons. It's a good thing for the Packers. It's a good thing for the fans. It's a good thing for the team. It's a good thing for our business. It's a, you know, I mean, if you think about it in the selfish aspect, it's great for us. You know, to to go an extra game and into the uh, postseason and, you know, to be able to to cover a playoff game, all of that stuff. So all of that comes into play. That I agree with. Uh, if indeed they do, you know, get to the postseason. Uh, but if they don't, I agree with you. You know, to be able to see at some point Jordan Love play and get a semblance as to what he can do. Yeah, that's not a bad way to go either. It's kind of a win-win situation, I guess. I can understand that. Uh, 877-867-1670. That's the phone number if you want to get a hold of us. Give us a buzz. Uh, you can find us uh, on uh, Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. Over on, uh, well, you can find Ben Kenny on uh, Twitter as well, at Ben Z Kenny, at Ben Z Kenny. Saw you guys last night doing pretty well. at Monk. Did you, uh, how, how was Monks last night, by the way? It was good. We were blessed with a crowd to watch the Badgers, obviously play basketball yeah. at 6 o'clock. So I, I like to think they all came to right. listen to us. I know that's not the case, but there were people there. So that's it was good. Okay. There, there, there's exposure. As long as people don't walk over to you and go, hey, can you guys be quiet? We're trying to watch a game. <laughs> you know, as long as that never happens, you're good to go. But, uh, but yeah, not a, not a bad crowd at Monks, I guess. And you guys are picking up steam, obviously, a lot of Badger chatter. Is your, uh, is your Twitter followers uh, rising by the moment? They are. Um, whenever you say to follow me on Twitter, I always want to chime in and say don't. Or at least give a disclaimer. <laughs> it's like when you when you take a medication, there's the disclaimer that it could cause certain things. Right. Like if you yeah. follow me on Twitter, you could get really irritated at a lot of the things I say. Uh, but yes, yes, it's but, all good. But isn't well. that but isn't that actually a part of of what Twitter is? I would say so. I would say it's part right. of my role on the show. At least Zach likes Zach brings a lot of truth and. Uh, calmness and reality, and I'm more okay. wall to wall saying eh, outlandish things. Right? Okay. You do. Uh, you you do run the illogical logic. That I will give you. 
there are times where you'll say something or pick something or choose something, and I'm like, where's he going with this? And then next thing you know, it usually comes back to a fisherman who has weighted down a walleye. <laughs> it just usually does. Either that or a uh, trading trading sex for a grade in an Irish dance competition, <laughs> something to that effect. I, I like that, though. But isn't illogical logic still logic nonetheless? It is. It is. You're you're one hundred percent correct. Illogical logic is logic. Where where you get into um the uh, illogical logic is formulated logic, but when you just have crazy, crazy is crazy. And it's not defined by any certain thing. Again, we do as we do so often on this program, go back to the definition of pornography. When the Supreme Court said, we can't define it, but we know it when we see it, crazy's crazy. Illogical logic is logic. And then there's logic. The stream of constant <laughs> Chinese porn is amazing. Now I can tie that in and say that you are, yes. you are infatuated with my logic. <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. So anyway, you yeah, true. yeah, I'm excited to see Jordan Love, and uh, the show went well. <laughs> Transfer portal quarterback season. It's fun. Which, by the way, basing our logic upon what you just played, uh, I have st- have still been each and every day blocking. If you use TweetDeck, as I do for notifications and all the other stuff that goes along with it, uh, if if you follow the word Bucks on TweetDeck. Just do it. Watch the stream of Chinese porn. It comes every day. It just it flows every 30, 40 seconds. You got another site. And what I'm noticing is it's the same girl over and over again. I just keep blocking and blocking and blocking and blocking. They just keep changing names. I think by the time I get done, I'm going to have about a billion blocks because I think that's how many people actually live in China. Just throwing it out there. Not that all of them are on Chinese porn sites, but you never know. Um, Jason says, you know, what's crazy. Uh, the, for the longest time, fans have been saying that love is nothing. Uh, he, he isn't this, he isn't that. Now, a couple of weeks ago, he comes out and has a really good performance and looks sharp and looks good. And how everybody wants to see love now. It's crazy how fast people can flip. And I've been wanting to see him play for more than a while now, especially when Rogers, as well as, uh, as we all knew something else was wrong with his thumb and off the wall throws. He can't even make any more. Thanks. Appreciate it. That's uh, from our buddy Jason. Uh, Jason, I 100% agree with you. This is the flavor of the moment. We have become, we have become such a fast food world, an instantaneous world. That's what we want. If one guy makes an incredible throw, he's the guy. Got to go with him. Got to. Got to go with him. That's the way we are. We, we just, that's what we do. You ignore everything in the past. You ignore because we are trained that everything we want. You want to shop? Here it is. It's on your phone. It's online. You want to play games? It's right there. You don't even have to interact with people anymore. You just, it's, it's right here. I, I got it right here. Anything I want, it's right here. I can get it right here, right now. I can have food delivered, for God's sakes. Remember when you actually had, when a fast, when a drive through window was a thing of, of, of leisure, Right? Fast food, going up to the counter, ordering, getting it, putting it on a train, going to sit down. That was unbelievable. Right? That when, when that first happened, it's like, wow, holy mackerel. 
And then came the drive-thru. I could eat in my car. Oh, my goodness. Then that was amazing. Now, pah, I don't even have to get, I don't even have to put on pants. Just door dash it, leave it on the stoop. As long as nobody's looking out the door, my junk's hanging out. I'm going to reach out the door, grab my food, and go sit at the counter and eat my food. I, I, I wear can, good underwear I, because <laughs> there could be seepage. I don't even have to wear pants. That's how much of an instantaneous world we live in. So there you go. Um, by the way, complicated fellow, you are 100% correct. Uh, we have Miss America in our in our state now, in case you didn't know, Miss Wisconsin won Miss America last night. Ben, did you know that? I just saw that on Twitter. Congratulations. Yeah, I heard during her accepted speech when she was crying and all the girls are kissing her and she's doing the walk and the wave with the hand. And on the hand, I don't know how you did it, but on the hand, in the palm of the hand, it said Kenny and Halpern. It was amazing. <laughs> I was going to ask crazy. her take on Jordan Love. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. <laughs> Yeah, it's so Kenny and Halprin. She was just waving to the crowd. And everybody's like, Kenny and Halprin. And then they started Googling it. So, um, yeah, it was crazy. Good to see last night. <laughs> Is that what we call ambush marketing? <laughs> yes. Remember when they used to have the uh, the casino guy that used to run and streak naked? Uh, not that you can streak with your clothes on, but he would run around on the field naked, usually on the soccer fields. And uh, he always had some casino on it, you know, drawn on him, you know, like in body paint. He'd rip his shirt off, rip his pants off, and he'd have some casino until he got tackled face first. That ended it. That ended it. He got tackled face first, and I don't know what specifically it was, what happened, but uh, apparently there was a there was a, some junk ruinage that happened, and that was pretty much the end because the casinos were having to having to to pay him for some medical expenses. They were giving him money to go out and run around on the field anyway, but when he did it and then his attorney was going to sue because they paid him to do it, and then when he got tackled by the... (laughs) Yes, this is Jet. And now he's got the the 90-year-old dribblage after he uh, took a tackle face first into a... I don't know what it was. I don't know what he hit. But when they tackled him, he was was down and apparently got uh, ripped up pretty good. So... How the hell did we get over to this? It's a Friday, you can tell. It is what it is. Oh, oh you were connecting God. Jordan Love to porn. Is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. Which I I, different sure. people could use that different ways, remember. Right. You're talking okay. about knowing what it is when you see it. Others could say it's something that, you know. It's all in the love, man. It's all in the love. It's what it is. Hey, by the way, um, are if if people are following the program, Oh, over on uh, uh, Facebook, let me know. Over on the Facebook uh, fan page, let me know. Uh, somebody said it wasn't on Facebook today. I see it's on Facebook, but maybe I'm seeing what's actually streaming. Everything else is coming through for people that are following us on YouTube and such. YouTube and Twitch and Insta, or, uh, and on Instagram and stuff. So who knows? And uh, there you go. So anyway. 877-867-1670, Oh, there you go. People say they see it. It's All on. Right. Good. Yep. It's on. Good. Some people were saying they didn't get a notification today. I don't know why. I don't know why. Maybe the porn bots attacked us or something. Who knows? We got, uh, by the way, I had a porn bot attacker. So there's a program. There's a program um, that is 
uh, it, 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 you can key it in for certain words now. And the minute those things pop up, it grabs them and either blocks them or what have you. But so I, I'm hoping the new porn bot attacker gets, does its job. <laughs> Can't believe I'm using the words porn bot attacker on uh sports show, but we are, there you go. Uh, coming up after the, uh, it, well, let's do this. Um, you want to let people hear Aaron Rodgers from yesterday? I think we should. I think we should. Aaron Rodgers spoke yesterday. Apparently, and I have not heard all of it. I have heard some of it, but uh, it was pretty good. It was pretty good stuff. And sounds pretty rejuvenated. Sounds pretty rejuvenated. So we're going to uh, let you hear some of the Aaron Rodgers stuff from yesterday when we come back. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Don't forget right now at Pella, you can uh, get yourself no payments, no interest, nada for a year, for the next 12 months. And that keeps the jingle, keeping it mingling in your pocket. And you know what that means? You got some extra stuff right now for the holiday season. And in addition to that, come the cold weather months, you actually have a more economical house. It's great stuff. Great stuff from our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Uh, I can't say it enough. I can't appreciate it enough. I can't talk about it enough. It is fantastic. Uh, the, the doors, the windows, everything that I have here in the home is spectacular, and that's from our friends at Pella. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, P-E-L-L-A. Go to PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. The L's will come to your house this time of year or any time of year for that matter. Get it installed. And don't. I had a couple of people ask me, well, if they do it now, won't my house be f- full of cold air? No, they block it off. They actually put up tarping and such in the room to keep the heat on one side and the cold on the other. So they can still do it year-round. Don't worry about it. Go to PellaWI.com or call them, 855-PELLA-WI. That's 855-PELLA-WI. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Barbecue, burgers, and brews. They've got a hell of a New Year's Eve party and a hell of a New Year's Eve menu going on. So uh, check out our friends at Boondocks, B-O-O-N, Boondocks. Uh, and um, to be honest with you, they uh, have a lot of different things happening out there. If you just follow them on Facebook, they post a lot of different stuff. Their New Year's Eve menu is out. They have smoked meatloaf bites for the appetizers uh, on New Year's Eve. But they got a lot of other stuff going on, too. they got some music. Scott Barrent's going to be out there. Uh, coming up. I don't know if that's tonight. When is that? I think that is, uh, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, they've got uh, really, I mean, if you follow them on Facebook, they've got brunch uh, coming up on New Year's Day. They've got different wing appetizers. They've got Christmas catering. They've got all kinds of stuff. So check out Boondocks. County Road K in Oconomowoc. Great service. Better people. And just a really, really good place. Uh, Coming up in just a bit, Greg Beecham, he's the uh, Rams reporter, works for the AP. He's going to join us coming up here in about 40 minutes as we talk with him about uh, what to expect out of this Rams team. In the meantime, Aaron Rodgers 
Why does he think uh, the cold weather is usually an advantage for the Packers? I think anytime the, the weather gets cold and the field gets cold, naturally guys don't move maybe at the same speed. I feel like on our field, too, uh, we have the advantage. We know where we're going on a, on a wet, uh, cold field. Uh, that's always been an advantage. Throwing the football has been an advantage for us in the weather as well. Um, you know, I can't put a specific finger on it. We're, most of us are not from here, but we just get a little bit better used to being in the cold, I think, because we practice outside. Do you, do you get excited, though, when you see those <laughs> sub-zero temperatures? I do. I love, I love when the weather turns and we get to have some uh, Packer football weather. I, you know, I, I know he says I do. Like, what is, it, what is he supposed to say? But tell me, did he not look uncomfortable last year? I mean, they got exactly what they wanted. Uh, it wasn't frigid, but it was cold. It was like 30 degrees, 28 degrees, snow. It looked like a snow globe. It was perfect. It was perfect Packer weather. And tell me he didn't look uncomfortable. Last year, Ben, did, didn't we talk about that after the game, that he just looked uncomfortable? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it didn't – it wasn't uh, – yeah. It's hard because Favre kind of – it looked the same. At the end of his career? Absolutely. Yeah. Favre looked miserable at the end of his career when it came to cold weather. How much does he like playing in cold weather now that he's in his upper 30s approaching 40? I don't know if you ever like it a lot. You just get pretty good at dealing with it. Uh, I enjoy it. Um, You know, there's a physicality to it, uh, the mental toughness that kind of comes into play that I think as a competitor you enjoy. But uh, I don't know if it, you know, I don't feel like the older I've gotten, you know, the colder it feels. Um, So that doesn't really apply to me. I think he was listening to the show. I think he was listening to the show yesterday or the other day when we were talking about the cold weather. I think he was listening. Just me. He'll never admit that, but I think he was. Uh, he was asked, what was the worst weather situation, cold weather situation he's ever played in that he remembers? Worst on the sidelines, not playing, was 07 NFC Championship, for sure, as we saw with Tom's face and uh, the rest of our bodies. Uh, 08 down in Chicago was really cold. Um, at home against Houston was cold as well. Uh, Chicago 07 was the most miserable I've ever been on the sidelines when the wind was gusting to about 50. Uh, San Fran, the first quarter of the playoff game at home, I was as cold as I've been on the field. That was a rough one. Uh, 16 in Chicago uh, warmed up a little bit, but it was still uh, pretty cold at game time. Uh, those are kind of the ones that come to mind. That game he's talking about down in Chicago with the 50-mile-an-hour winds, I have i don't think I've ever been that cold in my life. I, that was brutal. And I know there's been cold games, temperature-wise cold games, but that game, whatever, that just game, that game ripped through you. It just ripped through you. It was, it was brutal. It was a brutal, brutal game. I'll never forget that, getting out of the car and just going, oh, my God. It's like, it, like, hurt your lungs to breathe. It's amazing. Um, have there been times when the visiting teams at Lambeau Field, they just gave up because they were too cold? Yeah, for sure. I think it's easier for that, especially later in the season when you know teams have different records and there's different motivations and things to play for. I think you can definitely, uh, if you start fast. I mean, we had 14 comes to mind because we were so good at home in that year. 
and we scored so many points in the first half. I did feel like there was a times during that year where, you know, we got into the second quarter, third quarter, and teams are excited about getting back on the bus. Um, the 2007 NFC Championship game he referenced, um, you know, how cold – that was a, that was a temperature wise. It was a cold game. It's like one of the coldest games ever played. As a matter of fact, how cold was he standing there? Like, I was I was trying to uh, chart plays, and I my fingers were shaking so bad. I just in the second quarter I said I can't even write at this point. You guys played like y'all didn't want to be there. Yeah, definitely at times probably. I think one thing that I like to do is you can't get too warm on the sidelines. You you have to be be wary of spending too much time in front of the in front of the heater because the it becomes more drastic once you go back on the field the other part is the linemen have an innate toughness to them they don't wear sleeves and i've always enjoyed going out there right away with those guys you know the skill guys let them stay on the sidelines and the coats and by the heaters but once that uh, whether it's tv timeout or not once that ball changes hands i like to run out there with the guys and and uh just kind of take in the cold and and I, by the time that three minutes of the commercial break goes by, I feel like I'm a little more accustomed to it at that point. Then uh, he also talked about, you know, more, you know, X's and O's and now than anything rather than the weather. Uh, could the Packers, in his opinion, coming back after the bye and what they've seen and what they've done and the way they won before they went to the bye and all that kind of stuff, could they? Is, is there a way, can you imagine, if this team started playing with a lead instead of, constantly behind like they've been most of the season well that's how we're gonna have to get this thing going you know we've been playing from behind for so many so much of this season um you know the most important thing you know win the toss we like to defer and if we can get a stop and a score that changes the dynamic of the game when you get the ball back with a chance to go up two scores again that changes the whole outlook on the game the momentum Although there's members of our organization don't believe in momentum, uh, I think there's a palpable energy shift that happens when you go by two scores, especially at home, in cold weather against an opponent that's eliminated from the playoffs. Um, you know, now that everybody's pretty much healthy, wide receiver wise, you know, Matt, Matt Lafleur joked that you know it's five wides. Here we go. Uh, you know, he, he just his thoughts on the the five wides controversy. I wouldn't, wouldn't say controversy, but the comment five wide <laughs> it's been a while since we had that uh, that personnel but uh yeah you know it's it's going to be nice to have everybody back um really haven't had those guys all healthy for a long time so um, we'll try and get those guys in positions to be successful not sure how the play count is going to shake out but obviously you know christian's been playing really well alan's been playing really well all season for us Copy when he's in there has been a difference maker for us, so we need to make sure those guys are on the field. Uh, and then, you know, Sammy, I'm sure, will have his plays, and, and Rome will have his plays. Um, now, the biggest question is, you know, well, you've got Romeo Dobbs coming back. He had mentioned Cobb, and Cobb is now healthy and feeling really good. Lazard's healthy, feeling good. So is Watson feeling good. But how is he feeling? The thumb, the ribs, how is he feeling after the bye? The thumb, the week off was really beneficial for the thumb. Uh, also hard to not be able to play any golf in the sun, but, uh, you know, I gave that up for the betterment of my thumb. But uh, ribs, we'll see. It'll be kind of as we go through the week. I'm sure I'll probably have some sort of protection on there. I like this. He, he sacrificed a week of golf because of the thumb injury. Good good to know. I good applaud know. him for that, frankly. Yeah. That's tough to do. 
That's uh, good to know. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, no. This is, uh, and he's right. Look, I make fun of it, but he's right. It's This is the importance of the season. Uh, with Christian Watson now, like, legit, and I think everybody has finally seen it. He's discovered it, and the other receiver's healthy. Is the offense finally what they thought it could be at the beginning of the season? If we aren't, we're going to be thinking about the offseason pretty quickly. So, you know, we got to score points, and, um, you know, we, we need to be uh, – we need to be in the 30s moving forward. Um, regardless of what our defense does, we score 30 points, we should win those games. So whatever it takes for us on offense, obviously we run the football pretty well most of the season. The burdens of Christian and his uh, dynamic ability has been obviously a very welcome sight. So we've got to find ways to get him the football, and then everybody else let's just do our roles and and uh, score points. You know? but, but if we can get ahead of teams at home, we got three out of four at home, um, You know, we can put some things together, I think. At one point this season, the Packers were averaging 18.3 points per game. They were 27th, I think, at one point. Over the last, I don't know, four, five, six games over the last month, the Packers have jumped up to sixth best in scoring over those four weeks. What's been the main reason why? Christian. (laughs) He scored, what, seven or eight touchdowns in the last, uh, last four or five weeks. That's added a deep element to our, our passing game, which was missing. Um, and then just consistency from Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, I think, has been a part of our sustained uh, success for those guys all season. They've been really, uh, really good for us all year. Um, there's some, you know, there's some unsung heroes for sure that I think have, have been very consistent this year, like Big Dog, you know, dominating line of scrimmage the way he has. I think Elton's really played well the last four or five weeks. I think John's had a really nice season for us. I think him and Yash have settled in on the right side for us. Um, so we're just being a little more consistent up front, I think. And then, you know, with Christian giving us some uh, some down-the-field dynamics has allowed us to be a little more efficient and scoring points. Here's the, the thing, and, and I would agree with that. And before we take the break, I mean, you know, some of the stuff you did uh, against the Bears in the second half of that game, in the fourth quarter of that game, uh, the, what you did against the Cowboys, is 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 that discoverable stuff that you could say, okay, offensively speaking, and I, I believe he's right. I mean, I the, the offensive line has finally started to come together. The run game's been pretty good. But offensively speaking, is there stuff that you pulled out of those games, out of those wins, that you can look at and say, this is what we can do the remainder of the season? Well, there was a few weeks between those games, so I don't know if there was a lot of carryover between those games. It's just uh, there were some winning time moments in those games, and we made the plays. Um, Christian, obviously, with his first touchdown, changed his entire season, possibly career. Um, And then in the fourth quarter in Chicago, uh, we just had the mindset we weren't going to get beat, and we wanted to stay alive in the playoff race. And um, Obviously, we've had a lot of success down there, and we just uh, had a really nice fourth quarter on uh, both sides of the ball. So there you go. That is uh, that's, uh, Aaron Rodgers. We're going to hear more from him when we come back. Stick around. we got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up, and it's coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Somebody been shot. Somebody- 
Somebody's been abused. Somebody blew up a building. Somebody stole a car. Somebody got a wave. Somebody didn't get too far. Welcome back to the program. Hey, don't forget about our friends at Quick Trip. You know why? They've got the 25 days of quickness going on right now. And you can win a prize. You can win all kinds of stuff. Uh, and, and no purchase necessary, by the way, to enter. And they're giving away all kinds of stuff every day. Every day, that's our friends over there at Quick Trip. And uh, all you got to do is stop in. All, you know, just you got to purchase. You, no purchase necessary, but if you got to purchase, type in your Quick Rewards card and uh, make a qualified purchase at Quick Trip. You get additional entries. It's great stuff. Check it out. And uh, you can you can even do it online. Just go to quicktrip.com and get into the sweepstakes of the 25 days of quickness. Good stuff there. And don't forget, still, when you fill up, when you fill up, all you got to do, type in that quick rewards number. You're automatically registered then for the uh, for the uh, the opening drive contest for the Green Bay Packers. And for every yard garnered by the Packers, you can win 10 bucks. And if they score, there you go. All you got to do is uh, collect the cash. It's that good from our friends over there at Quick Trip. Quick Trip, always getting it done. Thanks to them for being a part of the program. So I want to get back into the Aaron Rodgers stuff. I, it's, it's relatively interesting. And I wanted to kind of, you know, talk a little bit about about this and so he was asked about how christian watson compares to jordy or to greg and some of the other receivers that he's played with now that he's getting more familiar with christian watson well i think from a polish standpoint he's he's not quite in the category of you know greg jennings or Devonte adams or even randall cobb their, their rookie year but from a talent standpoint he's as talented as those guys are uh, he has a unique skill set well, I say in this league, you got to do something really, really well to stick around um, uh, for a long time. If you're good at a few things, uh, you can, you know, have a nice little career. But if you're kind of excellent in, in a couple areas, you can really have a nice long career in this league. And and he has dynamic speed. You know, like we've seen some of the numbers. Him and Tyreek, I think, are two of the fastest guys in the league. Um, we just haven't had that kind of speed around here. So he's got a different skill set from a base level. And then the things he's improved is catching the football. Um, now, it might be a little unorthodox at times, the way he catches it, but uh, he's catching them all. He's catching them all. So, uh, he, he, you know, when, when Tay came in, when Greg came in, I remember, you know, I've said this story many times, but Greg ran a comeback route on the first day of practice, and it was like, whoa, you know, just his ability to get out of, in and out of a break and catch the ball his hands, and Devontae was dynamic from the start, and obviously Randall had a really unique skill set as a rookie being a return man and also being a slot receiver um, but Christian has that dynamic speed that you just can't teach and as he continues to hone the fundamentals and his ability to kind of lock plays away in his mind and the recall of certain routes that he ran and how to set things up uh, he's got a chance to be a really good player in the league for a long time um, one of the things that uh, Rogers discusses and that is the Monday night contest now Monday nights, uh, they used to be they used to be like the the cool game. Uh, Sunday night has pretty much become that. But you know, uh, what does he like most about playing now on Monday nights? Everybody's watching. I mean, I think we all grew up. Uh, you know, when I was growing up, it was far less primetime games. But uh, you, you grow up dreaming about playing in these night games. You get in the league, and you want to noon kickoffs every week is a little easier on the body and you get some more rest on the back end but but they're special games you know the league is watching they have really high ratings you're going to be 15 20 plus million people watching and you get an opportunity to uh to make plays for people who've never seen you play before possibly and 
and uh, you get that spotlight, uh, that's where you start to make your name in the league. So uh, I want to talk about Baker Mayfield for a second because uh, Aaron Rodgers was asked specifically, Baker Mayfield coming into town on Monday night. We all know that. It was a, a big-time win for Baker Mayfield and uh, the, the the Rams last week. So he was asked about Baker Mayfield. He just gets a couple of days of preparation. How difficult is that? Could he do that? Well, I mean, I think I could do it for sure. But uh, it'd be hard just because the terminology is so different. I said on Pat's show, I don't think – He's been in an offense with kind of this family of terminology. So for him to come in and figure some things out was pretty impressive. Now it helps he's played a lot of football and, and started a lot of games. But still, you know, you got to remember all the, you know, all the word changes and cadence and the adjustments and the cans. And uh, it's pretty impressive for him to go out there and, and execute, especially in the fourth quarter um, like that uh, to win a football game. The, the other question, Zach Tom, because Zach Tom's going to be playing over at the, the left tackle for David Bakhtiari until he's ready to come back. So how has Zach Tom done in David Bakhtiari's absence? I mean, uh, not not necessarily body type-wise. You know, he, he's, he's kind of the body type of uh, Billy Turner, and Billy got by by his smarts. Man, he was... He is just such a heady player, knows his game, knows his limitations, knows his strengths, and just... He was so good at mixing up his sets, using his leverage, using his arm length. Um, Zach, i got to give him a lot of credit because he's had multiple games this year where 90 minutes before the game, hey, buddy, you're in. (laughs) (laughs) And it's crazy. I've never been a part of something like that in my career. So I give him a lot of credit because he's played both guard and tackle for us and and stepped in and done a really nice job. Now, it doesn't matter, uh, you know, who's in there for us you know, taking over for Bach or, or right tackle, we're always going to have to help our edges in the passing game. And so we're going to make sure that he, he gets settled in. But he's bet a lot of one-on-ones, and he's done a really nice job for us. So I got nothing but uh, respect for him and, and his approach because that's hard to do. You go all week, you don't take a lot of reps, and then, oh, hey, you're in there starting. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of credit goes to his approach. And then, uh, well, uh, the next question is Bakhtiari, and after the appendectomy, how is he doing? I mean, I think he's he's doing okay. Uh, no, he's doing better than okay. He just had a kid. Uh, I was walking back, uh, walking back to the car today after practice, and he's you know got a big ass smile on his face, and wondering what he's looking at. He's looking at a picture of Felix. You know, it's like. It's pretty cool. And I sat down and said, I cannot believe you're a dad. <laughs> but uh, him and Frankie are really enjoying that. Uh, health-wise, been a tough, you know, been a tough couple of years for him. Uh, obviously, my heart goes out to him, being so close to him. But um, you know, he's kept a good attitude through it. And, you know, it's like what else can go wrong almost? You know, it's, it's just really frustrating for him. Uh, lucky that they caught it before he went out and, and, and ruptured. Uh, you know, his insides there. So uh, good to get him sewed up. Not sure what his status will be this week, but I know, you know, he's uh, trying to keep a good attitude and got a new kid. So uh, I guess she's sleeping pretty good. So he's, you know, seems to be pretty alert at work. And uh, lastly, you know, this is a team that has normally been playing for the number one seed or the number two seed, jockeying for position this time of year and they're not uh, you know this this is this is a different run for the green bay packers how different does this feel coming into december 
Well, I mean, it's not that much of a different approach. I think you're always aware of the pulse of the locker room, how guys are doing. There's a lot, you know, a lot of what coaches would call distractions, what players would call, like, excitement around the holidays. You know, there's obviously more things to do. you got to make sure you get all your lists taken care of and, and your loved ones and teammates you want to buy gifts for and all that stuff. you got to take care of that and be a pro. But the other part is, like I said, after the game, we're playing meaningful football in December, and that's that's important. That should be the focus. And, and look, the fact is, their stuff is out of our control. Um, what we can't control is we got to win out. We can't control what happens tonight, what happens on Sunday, you know, games that we need to go our way. But, uh, you know, we control our focus and our approach and and, uh, and be a pro about it. And, and if we do that, you never know what can happen. Get on a little run here and, and make things interesting. So there you go. Aaron Rodgers talking to the media yesterday. Good stuff from him. Uh, let's do this. We're going to step away, take a quick break, come back. And uh, we've got a lot of different stuff just to kind of get to. Don't forget, coming up last hour of the program today, we're going to be talking with Mike Clements. He's going to be joining us. Also, we're going to uh, get a uh, an update from the L.A. Rams side of things just after the top of the hour. So stay tuned for that as well. More of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Now, in Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. It's the Packers and the Rams on Monday Night Football. The Packers only had one player unable to practice. Left tackle David Bakhtiari recovering from an appendectomy. Elton Jenkins rested his knee. Running back Aaron Jones limited with that ankle injury, but he says he'll play. Jones asked if the weather with the temperatures in the lower teens Monday night will be an advantage for his team. It is uh, December football in Lambeau. There's nothing like it. Cold, you know, a lot of teams aren't used to coming in. Playing in cold weather, we get to practice in it, so we feel like that's one of the advantages. I feel like guys think about it when they're coming down to tackle. It hurts them, too, to tackle and, and hit that ground, so they think about it a little bit more. Just uh, I, That's all I need is a second of you thinking, and I, I'm out of there. So are the Packers truly motivated to try and win four in a row and hopefully reach the playoffs? I spoke with Packers defensive tackle Dean Lowry. Absolutely. You know, I think we have the guys in our, our locker room that are full of pride and leadership and um, seeing our offense play better week after week. Uh, I think we're trending in the right direction, and defensively we've got to just keep being consistent. Um, all it takes is momentum, and I think if we can get one like we did last week and keep it going we'll, we'll be we'll be fine when Rashawn Gary went down with a torn ACL in November the Packers claimed former Rams linebacker Justin Hollins off waivers Hollins was asked how he reacted to Green Bay snowy weather this week after living in LA the past two years I'm not gonna lie it's cold man it's cold I woke up this morning there was snow in the car snow on the roads you know good thing I woke up a little earlier you know to wipe all that off and get right but Yeah, man, it's cold out here. That's Packers outside linebacker Justin Hollins. In Green Bay, I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. Good to have you. Bill Michaels Show continues on. Hopefully you're enjoying the day. Don't forget about our friends at Burn Pit Barbecue. BurnPitBBQ.com. That is BurnPitBBQ.com. Good people over there. Veteran-owned business right here in the state of Wisconsin. And as a matter of fact, just the other day, uh, I think it was was Greg uh, who said uh, that they'd gotten a really nice note from somebody who listens to the program and uh, had sent them, uh, you know, a purchase request and a Christmas request to, you know, send it in the Christmas box and just loves the stuff. And uh, found out about it 
via the program. And I love that. I, I love it when stuff like that happens. Uh, and you take a, you, you listen and you think, okay, is this for real or is this just a commercial? I, because everything we promote or everything I talk about, I use. Uh, whether it's going to an Admiral's game or Quick Trip or Water Doctors or Burn Pit Barbecue, we use them. Uh, and I love this stuff. And good people down there, go to burnpitbbq.com. And if you're looking for somebody for Christmas, they'll wrap it up in a nice box for you. And then all you got to do is put it, wrapping paper on it and hand it to them. Uh, so it's really good stuff. Go to burnpitbbq.com. That is burnpitbbq.com. That's burnpitbbq.com. Good stuff. Uh, coming up after the top of the hour, we have got uh, Corey Beecham. He is with the AP, covers uh, the Rams. He's going to be joining us uh, coming up here in just a little bit, covers a lot of the L.A. stuff. And, or, excuse me, uh, Greg Beecham, not Corey, Greg, G-R-E-G, Greg Beecham. And uh, you can find him over on Twitter as well. We're going to talk with him coming up here in a little bit. By the way, Jerry Jones now saying Odell most likely will sign with the Cowboys, and they're going to bring him in for the postseason. It's a little weird getting a guy just to come in for the postseason. I got to assume they're going to sign him in the next week or two just to get him acclimated. But, um, I, and, and again, it may work out for Jerry before it's all said and done. Who knows? But it's Odell's held out. He's kind of the, the hired gun at this point. But if I'm somebody, and correct me if I'm wrong, you know, that's already on that roster. Not that he's going to probably displace like a guy like CeeDee Lamb or Michael Gallup. Um, I don't think he's getting rid of Noah Brown. But maybe like, you know, their third-round draft choice, Jalen Tolbert. Or they just brought they brought in T.Y. Hilton. You know, um, Turpin is another one. I can't remember the other guy's name. One of those guys. Somebody's going to get displaced by Odell Beckham. And now here's the thing. You have Tony Pollard and Zeke Elliott. You've got a pretty good tight end in Dalton Schultz. You will have Michael Gallup, C.D. Lamb, and then Odell Beckham Jr. Tyler Smith, your big left tackle, playing extremely well. He's kind of solidified that line. Zach Martin's been back this year. The line's been much better. The blocking's been better. Everything seems to be going good right now for the offense. You're bringing in an OBJ. It's like that should be the piece that puts you over the top. So... I think what I've said before, and I'll say it again, the Achilles heel or what wins him a title is one guy. It's Dak Prescott. It's kind of like Tua this year. They gave Tua everything. Here you go. We're going to get you We're going to get you wideouts, and they did. We're going to get you a better offensive line, and they did. Everything he needed to be successful, they've given him. And for the most part, he's excelled. Now you got Dak Prescott. It's like, here you go. You've got everything now. There's no reason to say anymore that you can't you can't get the job done offensively. Because you're you're buying everything. On the defensive side, you got Demarcus Lawrence, you got Micah Parsons, you know, Vander Esch. You got all those guys, man. You you got you know uh Gallimore, the nose tackle, you're good in the trenches. You're you're you know, there's no reason you can't win a championship. So now you see, like I said, that's the one Achilles heel I think of the Dallas Cowboys is the uh, is Dak Prescott, without a doubt. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Thanks to those of you that were uh, that were uh, patient over on the Bud Light live stream. 
Uh, and the reason why is is because we had to reset things. So apparently, and real quick, uh, it, Windows 11 and Windows 10 are two different, you know, obviously things. And uh, Windows 10 is much more accepting of the stream than Windows 11 is. And when the uh, when the computers upgraded to Windows 11, uh, it uh, for whatever reason went a little cattywampus this week on us. So we went back to Windows 10 and a different browser, and it seems like things are good. So if it's not, please let us know. But I love it when you let us know if things aren't working out right. So I appreciate it. Um, this one's from Mark. <coughs> Excuse me. Real quick. He says, um, Roger sounds more upbeat. Is it just because he's coming back from the from the bye week, or is it coming back from health? I think it's all of it. It's kind of a goofy question, but I think it's all of it. I think it's all of it. I, th- I think he's coming back. He's feeling good. His thumb's feeling better. He's, he's got a little pep in his step. Obviously, you've got an opportunity now with you know not being mathematically eliminated from the postseason. It seems like the rest of the NFC is starting to fall back to them. You know, what do you not? What's not to like about the city? You dug yourself such a hole, and you still have a shot. What's not to like about it, right? Hell yeah. Coming up, we're going to get the Rams' perspective next. Greg Beecham going to be joining us from the AP out in L.A. That's coming up next in the Bill Michael Show. Stay tuned. The Bill Michael Show podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.